You're listening to Mixed, Tapes, Feelings, and Drinks. Holland and Nick talk with their close friends about songs that are dear to them. We dig into these songs to help add more meaning and overall enjoyment to their listening experience. All, of course, while enjoying some sublime mixed drinks made by Allie. Today we have with us uh, Blake Keys. Yes, you do. Hello, Blake. Hi. And we also have Savannah Cowan. Hello. And in the background, we have Riley Keys. Riley Keys. And Allison Espinosa. Hi. <laughs> and Zuki. Oh, and, and Zuki Luca. Bork, Bork. The dogs. The good boys. <laughs> And me. <laughs> we got the, you already. Oh, we God. said you. <laughs> where were you? I can't hear. <laughs> He's got his AirPods in. <laughs> oh, no. He has his AirPods in. He can't, can't hear, hear us. us. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> uh, how are you guys? Okay. Should we like set up what we're doing right now? Sure. We are in a cabin in the woods. Yes. Yes. Horror movie style. Right mm-hmm. next to a river, oh, which is so pretty. What really river nice. is that, actually? I don't know. Isn't it like... Skycomish? Yeah. Yeah. Where ah, is it? Are you serious? I think so. Skycomish? Yes. And um, what's the kind of area, like the trail area back there? Haywood? Haybrook. Haybrook. And we are in the town of Index, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Right after Gold Bar. Gold Bar. Right after Glossary. How did we all get right here? Right before Stevens Path. You guys Ooh. are impressing everyone, <laughs> all the geography nerds out there. It's guys... a latitude and longitude, though. Uh, 46.08219. <laughs> I really don't like your latitude right now. You need to Ooh, calm it down. Got her. Um, we are in a small cabin. There's a loft, there's two couches, and there's one bedroom. And there's two puppers that are zonked right now. Yeah. Who they rule look so the cabin. Look very tired. Look oh, so she's sleeping on Gooby. top of the top of the couch. Face <laughs> just smushed into the top of the, the comfy couch. She's very cozy. And <laughs> Luca is drugged. Luca is smashed her face against a pillow. Yeah. Dead. She keeps kicking me. Oh, So cute. But like in a cute way. <laughs> yeah. It's like a massage on my back. Oh. Um, I remember earlier, Holland, you said that you're so happy to be here. Mm-hmm. Why? You're a sad boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so relaxing. And it's a, yeah. It's yeah. radlaxing. Radlaxing. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> Riley made an amazing dinner for mm-hmm. all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Allison made us drinks. Yeah. We're enjoying oh, good yeah. food getting, and good company. We're getting pampered right now. Good music. We started the puzzle. We and started have come we have a, a Star long way. Wars puzzle. Zuki ate two pieces of the puzzle. <laughs> we have so much food. Everyone, oh, yeah. we did not coordinate very well, and we yeah. have um, like triple of everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> triple alcohol, triple food, cereal, bread, eggs. So if yeah. the quarantine, Milk. like, oh, yeah. oh, yeah, comes down right now, we're, we're set. We're in the midst of this whole coronavirus thing Mm -hmm. currently. Yes. We all, uh, yeah, we should also preface that, that we are currently doing what we shouldn't be doing. (laughs) We are quarantined. Well, we're fine now. We're quarantined. We wiped down the cabin when we got here. We did. 
There's we been did. rumors all day of like a shutdown happening. So yeah, waiting to hear. I mean, yeah, yeah we made it before that is happening. So yeah. we're good. Uh, kudos to Holland for passing out wipes, and we all just sanitized mm-hmm. the. Kudos to Riley surfaces. for bringing them. Oh, they yes. were my wipes. True. We we've had wipes. Our family is kind of germaphobic, so we're always wiping down stuff. Perfect. Yeah. So I feel clean. I feel yeah. safe. Mm-hmm. And uh, what I love about being here too is that Holland brought her speaker. I brought my speaker. Riley brought his speaker. No, Riley uh, brought his AirPods. Yeah. Selfish. He's not. Yeah. He's yeah. not intending to hang well, out with us. But we all can share our music together. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is nice. Oh, I want to mention that um, what Allie made is a whiskey sour. Oh, yes. Which Blake. I think I've decide, decided now is probably my favorite Ooh. mixed mixed drink. Nice. Yes. So good. It is so good. <laughs> Blake is running this podcast better than we. <laughs> I, I am. I am now the host. I mean, <laughs> mixed He's tapes, over. feelings, and drinks. You're tired. I though. feel undermined right now. But I think we're. Both no, I'm just tired. tired. I'm really yeah. glad yeah. that you brought that up. Thank you, Blake. Yes, Allie made, like you said, some whiskey sours, and it's also my favorite dr- uh, mixed drink. So Dude. we share this in common. Whiskey is my favorite base, Wait, and so I think <laughs> like a whiskey sour is. Like one of my top favorite. Whiskey's drinks. your base? Yeah, I my favorite. Gin. Base. Um, gin's like my go-to because it's the easiest. But whiskey, I think whiskey is my favorite. It's just think, so cozy. Yeah. It's so warm mm. and nice. It, yeah. It's made to be drank in a cabin. Yeah, exactly. Oh. And it it was made in cabins probably oh. in the past. And tell us the history, please. Blake. I don't know any history. Can you make it um, up? That's for that's neat podcast. <laughs> oh. Still hasn't come out yet. Yet the Instagram oh, is whoa, whoa, booming. Whoa, whoa. So <laughs> follow that's neat podcast. It'll be out by by the time this comes out. Yeah, but anyways. I love with the whiskey sour, the egg white in it makes it so creamy and mm-hmm. it's just, mm-hmm. it Frothy. makes, it makes whiskey into, um, I don't know. It's like a Starbucks whiskey. <laughs> it's real nice. <laughs> I guess that could Blake, be taken as so an insult. Basic. I am. It's more like whiskey with whipped cream. <laughs> yeah. Sure. And we got it's, those Luxardo the, cherries in there. I am not yeah. good at describing alcohol. It's, it's sweet and sour. Yeah, I I, I'm true. bad at uh, describing it too. All I know yeah. is it tastes good. That's true. It yeah. definitely, and it's like you said, the froth, the sweetness, and the sour, mm. and like you don't taste the whiskey. Is that what makes a cocktail good? Is like the fact that you can't taste. I the can alcohol? taste it. I, I, oh, can? I mean, mm. I like to taste it. I'm not a big fruity mix drink person like yeah. if it's too sweet i can't i just like can't drink it mm. so that's why i like whiskey based stuff because it's just more rich than sweet that mm-hmm. makes sense yeah yeah i hear that a lot uh, though when people drink a drink like a cocktail they order the big mm, i can't even taste the alcohol i think savannah said that about mm-hmm. her moscow mule and i'm wondering if that's like is, is that a plus <laughs> yeah is that like what the is that what the criteria of what you want your mixed drink to be? Like the, the fact that you can't taste the alcohol? I don't know. Maybe, Maybe for depends. some people. Yeah. Maybe it's like when you first turn 21, you hmm. don't really want to. Is that scary oh, train Oh, can you hear again? that train? You guys. This is a train. the eeriest <laughs> sound ever. The train keeps going by. It sounds like we're in a horror <laughs> Oh, that's crazy. Uh, where is the train even? The bridge is like right there. Oh, oh we're all okay. pointing. We're all, you, <laughs> no, no, no. Literally, everyone pointed in a different direction. <laughs> when, we, when we drove up no, here, trust me, it's that way. We 
I mean, it might wrap around. It probably wraps around. But um, we went too us. far, and we crossed the train tracks up there, actually. So oh, okay. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> good. Okay, good. Blake's right. Yes. Oh. Okay, so maybe alcohol is an acquired taste, though. Yeah. Like, I the think longer with- that you're drinking it, the more you can drink it without mix. Like less mixers or yeah, sweetener. Yeah. Or I think with something like vodka, you might feel like, ooh, this tastes more like a fruit or something. Like mm-hmm. when you're tasting less of it. With something like whiskey, there's all already so much flavor there rather than just alcohol taste. Oh, yeah. That you kind of want it to mix with the other stuff and mm. still taste it. But That's a great point. I like that theory. Yeah. He knows <laughs> it. He knows that's a good I'm, I'm literally 21, so I'm just making this <laughs> stuff up as I go. <laughs> uh, 21 years old, so that means you were born in... Guess. I'm that... that oh, okay. Do math it's right math now. 1998. 1998. Yes. Oh, okay. Cool. Which, December 98, so most 21-year-olds are probably 99, I yeah. assume. Yeah. So your formative years when it came to music would be, what would you say? Your teens? Uh, Yeah. So like early 2010s? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. What were you oh, listening man, to around that time? Oh, I got to mention before the early 2010s, the song I wanted to mention for sure was Video Killed the Radio Star. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's the song we always listened to with our parents, Ooh. especially before going to Disney Disneyland. That was like our tradition to listen to that song. <laughs> Wait, why? Oh, I don't know. We just all love that song and it just probably has the most nostalgic value for me i yeah. love that and how did that tradition it's start? playing right now <laughs> i don't remember how it started i think our dad just really loved it hmm. and he played it at one point probably the first time before we went to disney and he would like pick me up and swing me around and dance to it, it really Aww. when i was I like that. four or five so yeah Adorable. real good real good <laughs> i could totally see like a keys compilation from Disneyland with this song in the background. Ooh, yeah. I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah. This Classic. song. Yeah. I didn't know this song came out in the 80s. Yeah, it's, it's old. It like sounds really good. Yeah. For, like produced for yeah, an 80s song. Yeah. yeah. I honestly felt like it came out in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> a little early. You are the last one. Video killed the radio star. Video killed the radio star. In my mind and in my car. We can't rewind, we've gone too far. This actually reminds me of a movie, but then that movie, but then I listened to that movie's like soundtrack. So then this, I kind of, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Is it like on the soundtrack of that movie? Yeah, I think oh. it's in Wedding Singer. <gasps> oh, okay. Yeah. I love I that, that movie. Yeah. I'm pretty sure this song is in Wedding Singer. So that's how I found this song. Savannah begs to differ. 
don't know. I'm kind of skeptical. Yeah, I that feel it's like in the movie? I feel like it's yeah. not. I think I would have remembered. Yeah, that, was, but I'm, that movie like took place yeah. in the '80s. Yeah, and they, and they were like all about like bringing up the music in that in the '80s. And I'm like, I'm 99% sure that song's in that movie. Might be. Yeah. Um. Oh shoot! I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> This is like this song is like a classic one-hit wonder band. Yes, they haven't really made anything. Is this a cherry in my whiskey? Sauce? Oh, yes. what he a surprise! The treat, a Luxardo so nice. cherry. Thank you, Allie. Well, thank Holland because she bought the cherries. Thank you, Allie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a team effort, okay? Thank you. Oh, those were no, good. No, it's the first one. Oh. <laughs> Wait, in Wedding Singer? Yeah. So so Savannah wow. just looked up the uh, uh, playlist. Sorry for doubting you. Yeah. I can remember the like s- every song. other song. Yeah, for some reason, I, like I have no memory song. of that song. And that was movie. like the Man. first song on the soundtrack. I know, that's messed up. <laughs> I really... Had all the confidence. Me. Savannah, what what's the song where they're singing? He Grow sings, old with you. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good. That movie was on TV the other day. I watched that fairly recently. I haven't seen. I've seen it once. It was a, it was a while ago. I don't know why. Like I that was just one of those Adam Sandler movies I watched a lot. It was a good <laughs> one. I remember yeah. liking it a lot. But yeah, besides that, well, that one was. Kind of that's kind of the tradition one that we still play actually when like when we're about to go on a trip or something. But um, it's pretty much just like top forty of whatever was out at the time, and we would get a lot of the Grammy nominee CDs. And for a while, I had a Nickelback phase (gasps) when I was like, I don't know, I was like eight or nine, and I was rocking out to Nickelback. (laughs) Yeah. And it was real nice. And then it was, um, I remember my dad was into 30 Seconds to Mars. And then I started <laughs> listening to that, which actually, they're listening to them recently. They're not bad. I mean, there are kind of, they, they're more of like the, I don't know what's, what genre they are. They're kind of more punk like screamo yeah, a little like bit rock yeah well, oh 30 se- sorry i was still thinking of nickelback yeah <laughs> my bad i wanted to glaze over that part of my life <laughs> uh, real, real mention that real, real quick, quick though uh i i pulled up nickelback on like yeah. to look at their albums they have an album called silver side up hmm. it was literally released september 11 2001 <gasps> whoa that is whoa. insane wow never heard of that album wonder why <laughs> yeah yeah, uh, Yikes. but <laughs> that's what I was doing that day. <laughs> Yikes! I was uh, I was 
freaking out to Nickelback. <laughs> What's your Never favorite forget. Nickelback song? Oh my god! <laughs> Let's get into it. Probably photograph. Oh, okay. <laughs> Look at this photograph. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Strike two for karaoke. Yeah. I'm loving how much you're incorporating Look this. Look at this would you, graph. Would you sing that <laughs> that song in a in a karaoke? bar or whatever i probably would if i had enough whiskey sours by the way these are not the songs i picked <laughs> to play on this podcast i just want to preface this nick is playing these impromptu i am sorry everyone who's listening yeah. but i'm sure there's some merit to these songs this even is, though most of the world hates them yeah this is my history for sure yeah <laughs> i listened to some to some nickelback when i was younger for yeah sure. yeah I'm, I want to listen to this song real quick. Okay. I, just feel <laughs> I don't think I've listened to this song all the way through before. I think I've only heard that first portion. Prepare yourself this challenge. for quite the experience. I'm so excited. <laughs> Let's see how long this song is. Do you think we could last? Shoot. Three, like three, three and a half more minutes. This is a challenge. Three and a half this more is minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Not total? Yeah. Alright, let's go. I just want to say, I think it's ridiculous that this is considered one of the worst bands ever. Yeah, his voice, I think the, the main thing is his voice is kind of grating. Mm-hmm. Not in this song as much, but yeah, I understand where people are coming from. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, I wouldn't listen to him, to them a lot today, but they're definitely not the worst band out there. No. They're, just, no. they're kind of the pop the worst band they're easy to pick on yeah exactly yeah Yeah, because immediately he just they put themselves out there and he has a really gravelly voice and Hmm. it's not totally pleasant yeah (laughs) but it's not awful the worst like a lot of people yeah well it's like a a (laughs) meme at this point like one of the worst bands Ever yeah. type of I, I honestly think Imagine Dragons is uh, worse Ooh. at this point. That's a hot <laughs> take. You know, is it a hot take? I, no, I, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to someone who, I because I don't like Imagine Dragons either, but they yeah. were defending them, and they were pretty much just asking me like, why, why, why do you think they're bad? Why? And I was like, I just don't like them. And he yeah. Was like, okay, well that's just preference. They're not actually bad. I'm like, oh, okay. honestly, it's fine. I used to love them. And their first album, it has some good songs on it. I will say that. But I started listening to some later ones, and keep this is I was still preteen at this point. <laughs> but um, it just got more and more like they were repeating their own cliches of just mm. being really loud and mm. trying to sound more like hip and with it, mm. which was not fun for me. Mm. <laughs> but I liked their yeah, their first album had quite a few enjoyable songs yeah okay i enjoyed them but now yeah not as much <laughs> and if you were to listen to a song by the <laughs> no stop stop please <laughs> i don't want to hurt the listeners any more than they've already been hurt <laughs> what is it what is no, i'm not gonna play it but what is a imagine dragon song i don't even remember the titles 
demons was a really good one. How did that go? Uh, it's, it's where my demons hide. Mm. It's where my demons hide. On top of the world. Feel mm. Mm. I'm on top of the world. Hey. I'm on top of the world. Hey. I think I heard that one. Oh, radioactive. Oh, yeah. That's that one yeah. was so overplayed. I got really sick of that one. But yeah. the one, like the newer one now, is it called River or? I don't I know. Heard, I the last one I heard was Believer. I hate oh that no, song. I think that's it. <laughs> so yeah. Savannah, you're a Believer. That's a Wall Nation. Ooh, yeah. same time Ooh. though. Yeah. Snail, Snail is a classic. <laughs> Snail. <laughs> I, I mean, Look at this tiny snail. I never got to the point of like disliking that song, <laughs> to be honest. Mm-hmm. I think it was overplayed at some point. That was a song where me. I went like snowboarding with a group of friends, and then yeah. it was a past, uh, as we were driving home, it was a past the aux cord to play a song. And this, we gave it to this girl, and she put that song on, and everyone just groaned. Wait, <laughs> recently? No, this was like years ago okay. when that song was like kind of big. Yeah. And I felt kind of bad for it. Oh, like, man. I was like, oh, she didn't know that everyone hates this song. <laughs> oh, she really liked it. Yeah, yeah, but we let it play out because it's like it's fine. Mm. It's all good. It's all good. Anyways, so Blake, what purpose did Nickelback serve when you were listening it to served, it? It served. I remember listening to it on my mom's iPod <laughs> while vacuuming the stairs. Ooh! <laughs> and for some reason, vacuuming the stairs was like the hardest chore ever. I. It's hated the vacuuming worst. the and stairs. For some reason, I would get so particular with it. I'm like, I have to get every single piece of dirt. <laughs> mm. And listening to Saving Me by Nickelback was just like Let's my elixir. No, please don't play it. <laughs> please don't. We've already heard one. But it was my elixir at the moment to like keep me going. Like same your motivation? 30 Seconds to Mars. Yeah, those All two right. around the same time. But let's move on <laughs> from those, please. Because I was like eight or nine at this point. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, yeah, you were really young. Very young. Um, let's get into your first song then. The fir- Well, I real quick, I got to say the first band that um, Riley and I like found on our own that was separate from our parents was Florence and the Machine, <gasps> oh. which I still really like. Um, Shake It Out and... Their whole first two albums are just really good. Yeah. And I really like that her big one from back in the day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Was it Shake dog, It Out? No, Dog, dog Days. Days. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. They're really good. They're I still really good. love that song. I had one of them on the list, Cosmic Love at first, but I took it off because mm. there's I had too many songs on the list. But I just wanted to mention her because she was like the first one that we discovered and really latched onto when we started our own musical journey, besides like 80s music and top 40 and all that but um yeah then it was like imagine dragons group love head in the heart we kind of went through all the like more popular alternative bands of monsters and men yeah of monsters and men yes i love lana del rey yeah lana del rey yes is Mm -hmm. riley's favorite (laughs) and that brings me to middle school when i started listening to death cab for cutie which nick I think Nick played one of theirs from, um, I mean, from your first album or first podcast. Yeah. But I just wanted to talk about this song because it is the one I always think of when I think of Death Cab for Cutie and that like junior high period of my life. Um, Brothers on a Hotel Bed is probably still my favorite. I just, I don't know what it is. I just really love that song. It's Mm -hmm. really, really emotional. 
Do you remember when you first heard it? Yeah, I got the CD at Barnes and Noble because、mm. I was like, "Hey, I remember I will follow you into the dark from the Grammy nominees CD."、Oh. And I was like, "That's a good song. I want to hear more from that."、Mm. And I got it and listened to it, and I found this song, which I love. Nice. I always appreciated that about you guys. You were always up to date with the Grammys and <laughs> yeah, all the award ceremonies. You always knew what was. Most hip、liked. and yeah, you were, you were so <laughs> hip. <laughs> I guess you could call it. <laughs> We gotta like soak in this song. I gotta say, this song. I think what drew me to it is, it's just it tells such a really touching story. You can tell it's about an older couple who have gotten to a point where 
their relationship is just like siblings, which is really tragic. And at the time, I mean, junior high, it was when like I had my first real crush, like real serious crush, and the angst was real, which I think Nick talked about in the first podcast, which is what draws like everyone to Death Cab, I think. <laughs> it's just they, I don't know, they pull angst into their songs so well. And I think a lot of teenagers relate to that. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. But um, yeah, I was just really drawn to this album in general because it's sad and just pulls in a lot of the positive feelings you get from that as well, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, yeah. we've. It's like justification that other people feel the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Holland and I have talked about like the happy, sad, sad, happy feelings you get yeah. from listening to music yeah. of just like like you said the angst but then like especially if you're reminiscing back on it and you're just like oh my gosh this <laughs> is making me so sad but so happy at the same time yeah it's almost like a high you get yeah exactly feeling so many emotions because you're feeling even if they're negative you feel alive mm-hmm. yeah Ooh. <laughs> so i had never heard that song before so before just now yeah what so thank you for showing that to me it's probably still my favorite of theirs it's just really good i like it a lot <laughs> did you ever listen to plans the album i guess i hadn't listened to it all that's the way probably through. their most popular one i would that's say that's the one that like made them mm. yeah mainstream i feel like i've only but heard I never... the popular death cab for cutie songs uh, yeah i've never heard anyone talk about this one i'm like mm. why is that it's so good the song specifically just this song yeah yeah um it was the first song i learned on piano actually too Ooh. and mm. i totally forgot it now <laughs> but Maybe the muscle yeah. memory would come back. Maybe, yeah. I liked the lyrics. Now he lives inside someone he does not recognize when he catches the reflection on accident. Yep. Old people. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Relatable. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just written really beautifully. And yeah, it's great. And kind of at the same time, I listened through a lot of their music and Postal Service. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, Postal Service. I almost put a Postal Service song in here too. You should like, I gotta pick between <laughs> Death Cab and Postal Service. I can't do both. Which one would but, you would have um, picked? Probably District Sleeps Alone Tonight. District mm-hmm. Sleeps Alone yeah. Tonight. But I mean, they all, for me, they all represent the same feeling of, I mean, that song is about a breakup kind of. So it's just all, it's all angst. Yeah. <laughs> so much of it. So I, I feel like this song represented that pretty well. Yeah. There's a, there's a Death Cab song that actually sounds very similar to that song on the album that I, tra- I can't even pronounce it. Transatlanticism. Transatlanticism. And the song is called Transatlanticism. Oh, yeah, yeah. That yeah. song gives me the same vibes. It's like has that piano and... I need you so much closer. <laughs> bom, bom. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's a good one. And was born today. That song is so long, but so beautiful. It's real long. And in concert, they make it like three times as long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love when bands do that. Though. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. They like really get you to feel the feeling that they're trying to portray. It's so special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's unique to that concert. Mm-hmm. They make it even more theatrical than it is, which mm. yeah. I specifically like in music. Mm. Do you still listen to that song a lot? Or was that Brothers more, on a Hotel Bed? Yeah, or was that more past? I haven't as much lately, um, but that is one I definitely keep coming back to um, over the years, for sure. That's one 
that hasn't lost any value to me over time. Mm. Like thinking mm. back, I'm like, I still love it so much. And mm, just that right. whole album in general, it hasn't changed for me really. I just really love it. So did you find that album on your own? Yeah, I mean, I had known the single um, I Will Follow You Into the Dark from the Grammy album. And we would always just skip it when we were kids. I'm like, oh, that's the sad one. We would oh. skip it. But I always remembered liking it somewhat, kind yeah. of because it was sad, I guess. Yeah. But I just, yeah, I saw the album at Barnes & Noble when I was like probably 13 or 14. And yeah. I was like, I'm going to get it because I remember liking that song. Yeah. And mm. I just really loved the album. Yeah. Was that one of the main things you saved up? for was albums and music and like yeah. when you're that age you have to usually focus on something yeah probably it's movies more so <laughs> okay but cds second. was a second yeah okay. for sure All right, so second. <laughs> yeah uh when i was in junior high and that album came out there my group of friends loved that album and i really like this girl of course in middle school and <laughs> Uh, she loved I Will Follow You in the Dark, and I decided, like, I'm going to draw her a picture, and I'm going to, like, write out the lyrics for I Will Follow You Into the Dark, but I don't know why I didn't just look the lyrics up. Oh, I would just no. I would just, <laughs> I would, I would just play the song and then write what I think what the lyrics are. And Weapon <laughs> and bells decide. Well, when it came to the part where the, uh, when heaven and hell decide uh, that we're both satisfied, satisfied. El- el- eliminate, eliminate the, the nose. Nose, yeah. like nose, I did on nose. your face. Nose on your face. I thought oh it was that goodness. too for the longest yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the why. Nose on your, your vacancy, vacancy signs. signs, and like you would That's think so that good. after, because I got the last part right, the vacancy signs, I, I would understand what he was trying to say. Yeah, yeah. I didn't because I was in middle school and I was an idiot. That's, oh man, um, I want to see this. Do you still have this picture? <laughs> no, I gave it to her. I drew the picture and I oh. the lyrics, and I gave it to her. And then I went to her house one time, and she had it <gasps> like on her wall, oh. and I was like, oh cool. And then I noticed. The, the, <laughs> nose the nose on her vacancy yeah. side. And then you ripped it off Killed the wall. Me. I was like, I need to fix that. She's like, no, I really like it. Like, no, I hate it so much. <laughs> <laughs> screwed up. <laughs> Obviously, she threw it away, but like. That's that's kind of funny. Man, that album must just like stir that up in people. Because I think I lent that to the girl, that the CD to the girl I liked at the oh. time. And she was like. What she never this? talked about it. I was like, did you like that album? And she's like, yeah, it's a really good album. Oh, no. And it just hurt me because I'm like, no. but do you like love it? Though? Yeah. <laughs> Colin was but. just talking about that in another episode or she was talking about it earlier about yeah. how like she was sharing music with her mom. And like, yeah, you just yeah. can't get people to appreciate the music <laughs> as much as you do, as much as you want them to. It needs to be organic. You can't like you force, can't force them it. to have the same experience that you had with the music. Yeah. Which I think she did like it a lot, but she had already heard it and she didn't tell me for some reason. <laughs> I thought I was introducing it, but yeah. I guess not. I don't so know. She was like trying to be nice and just I think accept so. the gift. I think yeah, it's good. I, I know guess. it's good. I did you guess. give it to her? Or did you lend no, it? No, it, oh, okay. it was just lending. Yeah. You didn't burn it for her? No. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. That was like, if you burn a mix CD, at least when I was in junior yeah. high, that was like the I like you thing. Like, here's a note and here's a mix CD. It was like switching into where you could just look up songs at that time. So at one mm. point, I gave her like a list of songs mm. to like, mm. like okay. written on a piece of paper. Like that's yeah. when the... To make 
sorry. No, go ahead. I, I was done. Came I was out done. like, <laughs> yeah, I touched, yeah. That was the big thing, and yep. we still bought music. Yeah, yeah. And it was right when like, like Pandora was a big thing for me, which it isn't really a big thing anymore. But that was like how I found all my mm. new music. I think I did like the Killers radio station. Mm. And I found so many of the artists that I listen to now, I found just on like the Killers, like Shuffle from the Killers radio station. Hmm. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to Pandora. Seriously, yeah, I know. Sponsored algorithm. by. I owe them so much. <laughs> did you ever use LimeWire? No, I use Groove Shark. Oh, <gasps> yeah, I use that? Groove Shark yeah. too. Yeah, I, I never. And I didn't remember until just now when you said it. Yeah, I remember Sean told me about it because they were always the family that was using the <laughs> illegal the stuff. illegal stuff. Because they never had like cable TV or iPods or anything. Always Shots watching fired. the illegal yeah. movies, <laughs> listening to illegal music. Yeah, but they introduced me to a lot of songs and stuff. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Mm. Uh, hmm. let's get into your second song yes so that's a good segue actually because um through the killers radio i heard radiohead for the first time which was fake plastic trees which i still love um nice. on the bends and i heard welcome home by radical face which to this day is still my favorite artist and that was probably i was i was in ninth grade so i don't know how old i would have been at that point I just absolutely loved it. I heard another song of his called Always Gold, which that's when I realized, okay, this is so good. I need to find the album and just like buy the whole album on iTunes. That's when that was a thing. And um, I did. And it's so cool because he did this series of three albums called The Family Tree where he would tell a different story with each song and they're all interconnecting family members. And it was just so interesting to me because I just loved movies of course and storytelling. And he was like the perfect storyteller through music and all that. And I hadn't heard anything like it. So you're talking about radical face, right? Yes. Not radical Radiohead, face, okay. not Radiohead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, Radiohead is amazing too, but yeah. um, radical face, it was just so unique because his voice isn't like amazing, but his instrumentation is just so beautiful. And the lyrics, and the storytelling he would weave through it is just like blew me away. Hmm. And I had to pick one song. There were so many songs I wanted to pick, but this next song probably strikes me as like the best storytelling he's done. It's just really, really beautiful. Hmm. Severus and Stone is what oh. it's called. Oh, okay. Severus and Stone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Luca just shook like crazy <laughs> by the mic. It's the story about <laughs> twins who one of them is sick and tragically dying. Yeah. But they share a strong connection. So interesting things happen as he starts to give in to that. But yeah, listen. All the trees stood like skeletons. Silhouettes of spilling. Snows fell in sheets and grabbed around our feet. Built the fire evermore with winter beating at the door. Oh, 
sound And as he climbed from out of bed With seven rings around his head His feet didn't touch the ground Oftentimes, find yourself closing your eyes when you're listening to music. Not while I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. I mostly listen to music when I'm driving. Okay. Um, but I don't know. I was I was really feeling it right then because. Oh, hi Zuki. Hi buddy. The Zuki? Yeah, right there. <laughs> then who's this? They're both under the we table? Got both. Oh, it's Luke? It's uh, Luca. Oh, I thought it was Zuki because she was under there. <laughs> I guess not. Oh. Zuki's um, about to fall Zuki. off that couch. <laughs> Slowly sliding down. <laughs> She'll be fine. <laughs> that river bend. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I just... That's probably my favorite album still to this day. The Family Tree, The Roots, which is... It's the first of a trilogy of albums where he tells, yeah, this it's this family tree. Each song goes further and further into the future. So it goes like down and down and there's more. He kind of like reuses characters and they tell different stories with each song. And it's just like the coolest thing <laughs> when I found <laughs> out about it. I'm like, this is, this is the best. And all of my art that I made like in art class and movies and everything from there on out was in some way inspired by something from Ben Cooper who's the guy behind Radical Face. It's just one guy who's making all this stuff. Hmm. And it just totally blew me away at the time and it still does. <laughs> what do you think about it? I liked it a lot. Did you have a video that corresponded <laughs> with this? Yeah, um song? on his third album of The Family Tree, The Leaves, 
um, he does a song that is kind of like the sequel to this song called Old, okay. Old Gemini. Mm-hmm. And it's about someone, Savannah was in the video actually. She started it. It's about someone who Hello. moves into a house and she finds like old stuff in the house that she finds an old journal of the kid that was um, sick mm. in this song. And okay. so she's reading it and experiencing mm. his life through his journal entries. And so it kind of calls back to what's happening in this Whoa. song. And it's so really cool. So it all cool. ties together? Yes. That's really neat. It's, and that's you awesome. You were yeah. just telling me how that. you like connected with him or something? Like you were talking to him? Yes, you yeah. got to meet him. I finally got to meet him just like like a month ago, actually. Um, he finally came back to Seattle and I had been wanting to meet him for so long, but I was able to meet him at his concert. And I'm glad it was now and not a couple years ago when I was like totally obsessed with him because I <laughs> probably wouldn't have known what to say. Oh, but this yeah. time it was just, yeah, he was just so chill and cool to talk to. And he had actually seen the music video I made. <gasps> oh. so, no way. Are yeah. you serious? It was really cool. He, yeah, he said that um like his french would show him them but this one was like he's like oh it's actually not crappy <laughs> and to hear that from him was like something was just like complete within me i'm like oh my god <laughs> the guy that inspired like everything i've done is like complimenting yeah. me on something it was, it that was really is cool. you got so <laughs> neat yeah. yeah i remember when you saw him for the first time yeah that was amazing. Um, ben Cooper. He got validated mm-hmm. by yeah. one of your so neat. favorite it artists. Worth it. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> it's a dream come true. Yeah, well, seriously. There was a there's a artist that also did he make does he make videos uh music videos for his uh, songs? He does a lot of them, yeah. Oh, okay. There's a a band called Ghostland Observatory that doesn't make music videos for their songs hmm. and I it was like the first video I posted on youtube and it has like i can't remember like twenty thousand views now oh dang yeah but like it was just me dancing to his song i've seen that yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's really good i don't know i was like 18 but that if i had that moment (laughs) with the lead singer of ghost Observatory, oh man it's that's so cool that you pretty crazy (laughs) yeah that'd be cool if you saw that if you're out there just let me know. <laughs> Ghostland, please. <laughs> please. It was 12 years ago. Please validate me. Mm. No, that was like, yeah, it was 12 years ago. Sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> let's get into your next song. Okay. Um, so, yeah, probably up until now, Radical Face, or Ben Cooper, he's done a lot of different projects, but all of his projects are, I just keep going back to them as like my ultimate favorite because I just, I don't know, I just relate to it really well. But um, I came back to Radiohead after a while because I had pretty much only listened to that second album of theirs, The Benz, which is really good, so I, I like a lot. But I got into a lot of their later stuff, which um, like hardcore Radiohead fans only like their later stuff and say, oh, the first two albums, like if you like those, you're trash or whatever. I'm Wait, like, that's, what? that's kind of over the say top. Say it again? But like their first two albums were more 90s rock kind of. Yeah. And after the first two, they really switched and turned a corner and just became really experimental. So Radiohead. Scared. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, cut that out, please. Oh, I'm so- You're killing me, girl. What if I just go like... I love listening to Netflix yeah. and chill, because whenever someone says, cut this out, 
It never gets cut out. Yeah. I cut out other stuff, though. It cracks me up. But, like, it's always something that's, like, not worth cutting out and something worth listening to. On Savannah's episode, Allie says, cut that out. Yeah. We we didn't cut it out. Yeah, because it was funny. Because it's Whitney Houston. (laughs) Yeah. I believe in miracles. Okay. I believe in miracles. Okay. All right. I'm ready. Okay, I'm ready. My boys. My boys. So. Am I a boy? Uh, you're all my boys. Okay. We're the Hello. boys. We're the okay. boys. Yeah. That's how, it, that's how it is. Come on, baby. We're the Amazon <laughs> hit. Whoa. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Here, honey. No, 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 no. Here, let, let, let me take Riley, you are all up in my ears. <laughs> and you have headphones on. <laughs> yeah. Nick, please. We are never going to finish this freaking podcast. If you, you keep said doing you were done with mukbang those. ASMR this whole time. Bring right, we're done. We're done. <laughs> Things need to settle down, though, for sure. Wait, she's Hey, Suki, go see Riley. She just tried to snipe at Luca. Up your baby. Punisher. Wait, 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 wait. Punch her in the nose. It was slick her ear. I mean, Suki was up in her face. She was. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Suki deserves to be snapped out of her. Honestly, she does. She she has too much of an attitude. I'm going to slap her later tonight. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to start talking about Radiohead because I don't want to keep you guys up too late. (laughs) I feel bad. Nude is the song that I picked for my third song. It is by Radiohead. Um, I listen. I I took the dive and listened to In Rainbows in tenth grade in high school, because for some reason I didn't want to listen to their later albums because I heard they got weirder and I'm like oh, I don't really I like their old sound, but I was like okay fine I'll listen to this one whatever, and I started listening to it and I liked just about every song. And then I got to this one and I was like, whoa. <laughs> Whoa, because it was so good? It just has such a good vocal performance. And Tom York is probably my favorite male vocalist, I gotta say. Yeah, he's He's the best. So good. Literally the best.
this does this song make you sad or that's the thing I it is sad like especially he, he's like now that oh, what does he say now that you now that you found it it's gone now that you feel it you don't that part connected to me a lot that's what made me really like the song at first because I had kind of been dealing with depression without knowing I was dealing with it for the longest time like throughout junior high and especially into high school and we gotta listen to this part <laughs> beautiful i felt bad interrupting him (laughs) but yeah i like i said i i I would just feel bad thinking that i had depression because i'm like no other people have depression they actually have reasons to have depression that's what i always thought there had to be a reason like you had to have some tragic thing happen in your life to have depression like you're sad from it Hmm. but it was way later down the line that i realized depression can just be feeling nothing and it's just, it's just in your brain. Like you're, that's just how your brain is. And it's a sickness, not from specific events necessarily. And so I was dealing with this, but always felt bad for dealing with it because I was like, no, I'm not sad. I'm fine. And so songs like this, where he's like, he, that line I mentioned earlier, as soon as you feel it, you don't. It's like, you kind of feel nothing and that's all you feel and you just kind of have to move on and deal with it. And so that really hit me from this song for sure. Hmm. And it just, I just love how personal he goes with his lyrics and it takes you a little bit to understand what he's saying. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I had to look up the lyrics for this one, but for, for a lot of his songs too, Hmm. but, but it spoke to you. It did. Yeah. And it's just, it's just a beautiful song anyway, just the way it's produced and all that. Yeah, mm. those it it's not very many words, those it's lyrics. True, yeah. But I like how John out it is, and how closely you have to listen to them and think about them to be able to get it mm-hmm. and to relate to it. I agree. Yeah, and the way he sings it is just so beautiful. It's the lyrics almost aren't the the main show. It he's able to capture the feeling 
that the lyrics are trying to describe, if that makes sense, just mm. from the sound of the song mm, itself. Mm-hmm. So you feel it, and then even when you learn the lyrics, it just all comes together so and well. And then you, under- yeah, you like yeah. understand it through the the sound and the words. Exactly. Oof. Do you use uh, music to embrace your feelings in the moment, or do you use it to kind of adjust them? That's what's interesting about that time in my life, because when I found songs like this that I was able to connect to emotionally, I would be like, yes, that's it. That's the feeling I'm feeling, and I love this, and I'm going to keep listening to it. Um, But that's changed recently, because... Now I lean more towards songs that make me feel better. Hmm. If that like more medicating rather than helping you understand how you're feeling, if that makes sense. But um, at the time, because Radical Face and Radiohead, it's a lot of storytelling and just kind of immersing yourself in another world, which at the time is what I was all about because I was just trying to find... I don't know, some understanding, just kind of throwing yourself into someone else's world so that you can understand emotions better, really. Hmm. And because I didn't really know what was going on in my own head because it was just kind of a lot of flatlining, if that makes sense, of emotion. Like numbness? uh, Yeah. Yeah, which is what depression is for a lot of people is just not feeling that much at all which can often be worse than feeling sad because even when you're sad, you know, you're feeling something at the mm-hmm. very least. Yeah. So it, <laughs> I guess this is a really drawn out answer to your question, but yeah, at the time I would like to find songs that would help me understand what I'm feeling. Yeah, for sure. That's changed now though. For sure. I never, uh, with my depression, I've never described, I don't think I've ever would describe it as feeling numb. Yeah, I, for me personally, it was like the feeling of just that feeling. It's like in your heart almost, like it drops, and you're just miserable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you're just you can't do anything about it, and like you just go further, like deeper and deeper into it, and you're just mm. stuck there. And it, like it, for me, it wasn't like I said, not numb. It was I was feeling so much. Yeah. And it was like an mm. overload of like just misery, I guess. So yeah. it's interesting, like when I hear people say like you uh, that you were numb and you couldn't feel anything, because I don't know how that I don't know if I know how that feels. I, I guess like I would uh, relate to that to being like in shock, maybe. Yeah. <clears throat> but I don't know. It's similar to that because I realized looking back. It started a long time ago, and I just kind of got used to it because mm. I thought this must just be how people are growing up. Like, mm. and yeah, like I said, I would just keep telling myself that that's just normal or whatever. And then it was just a couple years ago that I realized this isn't normal. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I wanna I wanna be happy. Mm-hmm. That would be nice because yeah. I see other people enjoying things a lot more than I do. So that's when I kind of started to realize this isn't exactly right. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, that it's it's odd to me that depression can materialize in completely different ways for different people. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I found that interesting as well because 
for me, it was like a deep sadness. Yeah. Like for myself, like you mentioned feeling guilty for feeling so sad yeah. and not having a reason to feel sad. Mm -hmm. So there was like the guilt associated with that. And then like sadness for just the world and other people too was what it was for me. Hmm. I've definitely had that. Yeah. Um, but when I, some of the medication that I've taken made me feel numb. Really? And that's what, it, yeah. And, and that's why I stopped taking it. Yeah. It's because feeling sad was almost better yeah. than feeling numb. Yeah. Cause it, like I couldn't feel, I wouldn't feel super happy. I wouldn't feel su super sad. It was just like a flat line. That makes total sense. Sounds terrifying. <laughs> yeah. That honestly sounds so scary. It's dehumanizing it's because our emotions are what make us human. Yeah. What were you going to say? I'm trying to like formulate a thought. Yeah. Um, I get the impression that sad music is more artistic than happy music. Yeah. I feel like because usually sadness is hidden more often than happiness. Mm -hmm. So you have to dig deeper when you're making a song to pull out that emotion, if it makes sense. So it's like there's more okay. work put into it. I don't know. So is it the work or the, um, like the sifting through? I think it's more personal. Other people's thoughts, like. Yeah. Okay. Because it seems... Um, a lot of, I, it seems a lot of the movies I end up liking the most are when the director makes it like personal to themselves and you don't even know it, but it just feels so real because they're pulling from their own personal emotions. Mm -hmm. And usually it's sad emotions because if you just make a movie with no conflict where mm -hmm. it's just happy the whole time. I mean, that can be an all right movie, but it's never the most interesting. Yeah. So I think it can be the same with music where happy songs are good to uplift your mood, but on kind of a, I don't know. It's just, I'm kind of talking in circles now, no, no. but um, it just seems like you have to dig a lot deeper to get to hmm. those personal emotions where you're dealing with things deep inside because we don't hide our happiness yes really that yes. often so yeah if that makes sense that does make a lot of sense actually like when we're feeling happy we show up but when we're feeling sad we we usually try to hide it it's true we yeah. don't want to be a burden on other people nope <laughs> <laughs> this is a, a very uplifting <laughs> podcast no, I think you're officially a sad boy, Blake. <laughs> I've made the club. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so you're almost too sad. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're not that sad. No, I no, literally made the club. Like <laughs> <laughs> Founder, CEO, Founder, president. Yeah. C yeah. You wanna know something sadder? Yeah. What? Worms Wait. have five hearts, but no one to love. Stop. Five Riley. heartbreaks. I think I'm a worm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, let's get into your next song, though. Hopefully, something happy? Yeah. I mean, it has a more happy feel to it. All right. Let's get to it. <laughs> well, but Go no. ahead and play it, and we'll talk about it after. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. 
No, that's the thing. I was going to explain myself <laughs> because there is a shift there because the lyrics are very sad, I will say. But what caught me about that song wasn't the lyrics. Um, at that point in time, I started wanting to listen to a lot of music that like my friends made that they put up on SoundCloud, Ooh. which I was just really into like the homemade feel for a while. And I just like simple, like, I don't know, just like fun and relaxing songs and just chill music overall. And through that, I found a lot of artists I like. And a lot, one of them is Ray Brown, who totally produces his own music and all that. I love Ray Brown. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what, that's who that song was by. I didn't realize that. The yeah, you were familiar. Yeah. Oh. I was honestly, <laughs> I was Blake was doing that earlier. He was closing his eyes to enjoy the yeah, music. I was more. feeling it. I was feeling it. But um, it's just so cool because I, that song in particular just really surprised me because it sounds so well produced despite him just totally making it on his own. And I just, I would listen to a lot of, like following 
radical face i just kept trying to find music that sounded like that with a lot of acoustic guitar and it was just mm. all so sad sounding it was all really good but i just wanted to shift the sound of music i was listening to so let's forget the lyrics for now because <laughs> the lyrics are really sad yeah. and that i kind of related to also but i was coming up from that a little bit and i was expanding kind of what i listened to to more just songs that made me feel better rather than songs that i was focusing so much on what it meant and um all the work that was put into it all all that i just really liked how it made me feel okay if that makes sense that's good so yeah. it's getting out of your comfort zone a little bit yeah exactly yeah. when what time oh, it's, where uh, were you in life no. <laughs> <laughs> wow it is isn't it? <laughs> um at what point in your life were you listening to this music like what version of blake are we looking at right now how long was your hair at this point? <laughs> <laughs> um, not a buzz cut. <laughs> this was after high school. This was college classes, which it was the same thing that Holland mentioned in her podcast where we all did kind of the running start thing where I was probably in my <gasps> technically my senior year, but it was college classes and... There was just a lot of time, a lot of driving time because it was 30 minutes from our house to Kirkland. And so I was just listening to a lot of SoundCloud. And, you didn't listen yeah. to any Anison? I <laughs> did. I got their CD. Yes. And because I liked like a few of the songs and I listened to it, I'm like, this is so disgustingly happy. <laughs> like I couldn't <laughs> handle it. Not that it's bad, but it just wasn't. To wasn't it wasn't mm-hmm. for me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Disgustingly, disgustingly happy disgustingly happy <laughs> that'd be great band name called it <laughs> doesn't fit you no it doesn't <laughs> oh yeah. well all right is this next song happy <laughs> um <laughs> i'm like the lyrics it's the same <laughs> Just looking anywhere for <laughs> happiness. Um, well, after this, I listened to a lot of, I think I had Google Play Music at this time, and they had a really good like Ooh. radio shuffle feature. Like Contemporary, they had, Blake. I know. Right? It's not even Spotify. <laughs> but um, you would just pick one band. It's like Pandora where you do the radio of that band, but the suggestions they would come up with were always so good. Like They would fit that band so well. And I forgot what band's radio I did, but I found Snail Mail and Florist, and um, they played Radio Department and that and all that. And one of the bands was Howdy, which is spelled H-O-V-V-D-Y. Howdy. So I thought oh. it was I thought it was Havdy for the longest time, but Havdy. they're from Havdy. Texas, so it's Howdy apparently. <laughs> Howdy, y'all. Howdy, y'all. Right, right, Holland. <laughs> I have a song saved by them. Oh, which one is it? Brave. Congrats. What do you want to, I like it. I'm like that. Got that it. sounds familiar. Um, you. I remember in on. Howdy, y'all. <laughs> Howdy, hey, Holland. <laughs> I remember. I remember on uh, Instagram, I did a poll of like, hey, someone, everyone, send me new music. And Blake, I remember you sent me Howdy. I did. That was when I first found them. I was like, ooh, yeah. I, gotta show this I listened thing. to them for a little bit, but I never attached to them. Yeah. 
but that's not because I didn't like them. It was just everyone sent me music, so I was just listening to everything. Lot. Yeah. It was a lot. <laughs> um, but what is it about this specific song that you're like, this is the one? Well, that's the thing. I would always just put their two albums and like one EP just on and just listen to all of it. Mm. And it just all flowed together so well. And I wouldn't even think of specific songs. So uh, I, I, I picked this that. one because I like the lyrics in it mainly. But it's just so relaxing to listen to and chill. And that's kind of what I needed at the time. So, yeah. yeah. That's how I feel about Snail Mail, honestly. Yes. And this I isn't agree. the similar artist says. Yeah, this came up on, I think, Snail Mail Radio. On Radio. i listen to this song. This is more of my uh, jam. Yeah. I love this sound specifically. It's like self-produced rock kind Mm -hmm. of. Yeah, I really like it. Garage rock. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. songs have a similar feel to that some of them have more energy than others but i just love there's just little lines i like in that one like i want to live here a couple years the city my grandpa lived in for some reason Mm. that i that line keeps going through my head and it has no specific meaning in it to me but it just sounds so like genuine to whoever wrote it like i know that has meaning to the singer and i just really like that <laughs> yeah that's so, really mm. cool yeah that resonates would you ever move somewhere for a couple of years just to i don't like know. reset <laughs> kind of a homebody yeah. <laughs> home that would that would body. be a lot that'd kind of be out of my comfort zone yeah. it'd probably be good though i don't know mm. good for me good for you in what sense just to Explore. put myself out of my own comfort zone yeah i'd probably mm. be able to Suki, stop. You're just out. I'd probably learn that I could push myself farther than I do in social situations and just, yeah, just being in a different zone than I am now. Are you comfortable? I know that you just said it's your comfort comfort zone, but yeah. if 
do you feel like you need to be out of it or i guess that's the definition of a comfort zone you don't feel like you need to be out of it <laughs> yeah so never mind i, I know i kind of get what you mean though yeah um like do you feel do i feel like i should push myself out? yeah i think so i think it would help me grow because i do get a lot of social anxiety even with people i've known for years i just think way too much about what i'm saying how i'm saying it and it just like i don't know it just takes me out of enjoying the moment a lot mm. and i think it's exhausting when you're overanalyzing everything it yeah. is yeah i agree and honestly that's something that can be medicated also because i've realized that's not as much my thinking process but a little more just i feel like that's a what's the word a mental thing mm. like i don't know like i can't describe it um, it's, it's late <laughs> yeah i can see that um do you feel like you're insecure when it comes to like the decisions you make yes speech or <laughs> Mm-hmm. I think a lot of us, uh, most people. I can people, say I relate to that. Yeah. So. Yeah. I know I have a couple of friends that I had a friend that was on a podcast and then, uh, recorded it. We recorded it. And then like three months later I was going to post it. And then that person contacted me cause they knew I was going to post it. And they said, Hey, I said this one thing. Can you edit it out? And I was like, how do you remember <laughs> from three months ago that one small thing you said? And they were like, because I've been thinking about it ever since I said it. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh. That wasn't I, me. Because <laughs> I remember I said something like that about our movie podcast at one point. Oh, really? Yeah. You said to take something out? I think so. I think you're right. I think <laughs> you weren't the only one then. <laughs> So we're not alone. There you yeah. have it, folks. Yeah. No, it's tough. I still <laughs> yeah. think about things like back in the day of, oh, man, I cringe so hard. I'm not going to tell the story, but I have like a recent story of like something that happened. And I'm every time I think about it, like if I'm, if I'm at like work and I'm just I'm just doing something, and I'm like, ah, ah. <laughs> I get so angry. And I'm thinking of something else like, no, why? Oh, so stupid. I'm so stupid. But yeah. Okay, well, here's a question then. On the flip side, do you hear stuff that other people say and be like, oh, why did they say it like that? Like, do you judge other people's speech the way you judge your own? Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just hard. I don't know. It's just hard to picture yourself as the other person Mm -hmm. when your brain is constantly thinking like oh if you said this this certain way or if you said something else they might think that's funny and that might lighten the mood it's just a constant i don't know a constant thought thought process that just kind of yeah can overwhelm a little bit mm-hmm. uh. i hear you uh. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's driving while listening to this I really hope you don't crash from the pure sadness and despair <laughs> that we've inflicted upon you. 
Oh, it's funny. The only person that's told me that they listen to this while driving is your mom. <laughs> Who's my mom? Yeah. Oh, she listens really? to this on her commute. She it's funny because yeah. she has a five minute commute. Oh no, not this. My other podcast. My bad. Uh, oh I'm yeah, sure she listens one. to this. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't think she has I yet. <laughs> she hasn't yet. I, I I don't think I've told her about I'm this. I'm literally one. gonna edit this. <laughs> 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 this is one of those moments. I mean, we're probably at like an hour and a half at this point. Yeah, so, yeah. It's, that's fine though. Um, <laughs> For forty. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I do want to. How do you feel right now about how everything you everything? said? Everything. Yeah. Well, everything on this podcast. Everything you said. Just... Better. I'm in a better place right now because I've. I don't know. I've just been able to have a little more confidence and I, I mean, I still have all the things that I mentioned, but they're, I've just been able to control them a little better and, um, been able to, I don't know, just, it sounds, it, you almost don't want to feel like you're relying on medication, but when it's, it's can be literally a physical problem in your brain sometimes that's causing Mm -hmm. these thoughts. And if medication just helps you not to have to deal with that as much, then it really can improve your quality of life. And I'm Mm -hmm. not like telling you to just, Hey, go out there and pop some pills. (laughs) It's more just if you start to realize that this is a genetic issue, then it's hard to just use music or good thoughts to try and fix it. Cause after like 10 years of me trying to figure that out i'm like no this is an actual medical issue Mm -hmm. yeah so but i've gotten to the point where medicine helps with the medical side of it of course but i'm just kind of rewiring my thinking to where i'm able to not overthink things as much and not um not focus on the negative as much so Mm. it's really good yeah that's good that that is good yeah and listening to music that's not sad (laughs) lately i listened through like all of david bowie's albums because i i realized i've always loved david bowie but i've never listened to david bowie (laughs) like his actual albums and they're all they're all really good i guess i haven't really either yeah Hmm. i know like the hits and some random songs yeah yeah he has some good stuff it's just really fun (laughs) that's good that's good um well uh, I want to end this on a song uh, uh, fitting to our surroundings. So we're currently in a cabin. And, we already uh, said that. No. <laughs> Just let him have setting his it up. moment. Let him currently find in a cabin. He didn't let me have my moments. Ooh. You're right. I'm sorry. All right. Thank you for uh, keeping getting, you in line. Yeah. You're, you keep me <laughs> humble and I'm grateful. Uh Currently, we're in a cabin. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in this. So we're in this cabin. cabin. <laughs> you see, and uh, we're in a, nice log a log. Cabin. Cabin. <laughs> a <laughs> uh, So there's this artist, Bonnie Vare. Um, he made this album, and he went out into a cabin <laughs> to rec- to record this. And it was it's everything was made in like recorded and produced in this cabin and uh he like did all, like 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 i said produced so all the vocals it's just everything in this album is beautiful to me and i thought we could end it on uh bonnie Vare's song this specific album for emma forever yeah i love that album it's really yeah. nice uh i'll try to do something happier skinny love 
is this happy though? <laughs> it's. Not, I mean, no. But <laughs> like, happiest so far. <laughs> You're but, right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah. I'm. I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> no, it's all good. This. Uh, this is the like, maybe high school. Yeah, this was high school for me. Uh, being sad. For At me, this. Yeah, for me too. To be honest, yeah. high school about yeah came out in 2008 it's about around that time for me come on skinny love just let it sing it to pour a little soap we will never hear my 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 staring at the sea Nope. Good job. No, no, I'm, I'm very impressed. I told impressed. you to be patient, and I told you to be kind, and I told you to be balanced, and I told you to be kind. And in the morning I'll be with you, but it will be a different kind. And I'll be holding all the tickets, you'll be holding all the fines. <laughs> The dogs are going crazy. <laughs> Come on, skin love, appreciate the lyrics to the song i've never bothered to look them up for something yeah. i don't know why i just always groove so much to it that i don't even care what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> and i never will mm. uh thank you savannah thank you riley thank you allison allison thank you blake yeah. 
for sh- for sharing everything shared and for bearing your soul. Yeah. Nick, my, thank you. My soul oh. is bare. What for what? For <laughs> drawing Blake out. Yeah. Yeah. And for hosting this podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Holland. Holland, thank you for for staying awake <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> she thank did. You. She did. It was actually really big effort. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm grateful. <laughs> you did a good job. You guys, thanks for being in a cabin. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha